We can call this like special edition. We should have breaking, breaking, breaking news. Bulletin, bulletin. Special edition of Scuttlebutt Podcast coming to you live from the trap line. I'm Rich. <laughs> You're scaring me. Where's the door? Uh, I think it's great. <laughs> You've already been here three days in this cabin and you don't know. <laughs> you know. He says, thank goodness we had our own sleeping room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome to Scuttlebutt Podcast. I'm Rich Mellon. And I'm Sandy Mellon, and uh, we have Brent and Angie House with us today, and we've just finished, uh, I hope, a successful weekend on the trap line, and, uh, and introduced you to a little bit of what we do up in the northwestern Alberta yeah. climate and in, on our own trap line. Let's do some backstory here. Backstory. Okay. Backstory, yeah. Mm. Um, they are supporters on, on <laughs> our, our uh, trappingink.locals.com. Correct. Okay. And we had a draw for uh, for supporters. They just had to throw the name in the hat. That's all it was if they were a supporter. And we drew. And, and actually, the person who won the first draw is a gentleman from uh, Texas. And he had to climb a mountain to phone us. And he was heartbroken that he wasn't going to make it because of COVID. And the the the, uh, the requirements to get into Canada. So, so we had to draw a second time. And you folks and are from Manitoba. Yeah. We didn't do the second drawing live. No. The first did. drawing was live, and Brent was sure he was going to yeah. win, is what I'm told. And yeah. Andy said, Brent said he was going to win, and then he was kind of heartbroken, and then the first winner couldn't come. But you guys were somewhere else, and we didn't do the, the second drawing live, right? But you guys were somewhere else, or busy with busy. something, and you didn't see... What you like when we when we did post it and and whatnot, right? So then that was a a, a bit of a surprise, a bit of a shock. Yeah, and uh, a lot of excitement. Good. I yeah. mean, glad. It's like a dream. <laughs> a trap line. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time we did this, the, the, we didn't have the the uh, private community, and so you're just drawing from anybody who wanted, and oh, okay. and it was it was kind of we I, we're babes in the woods, right? I mean, we could have got an auntie from the UK for all we knew. I mean, they could have entered. We wouldn't have known. We had no way of. There was no way of, of uh, you know, uh, setting the bar kind of kind of thing to so to speak. It worked out. We had wonderful guests the first time, but then we watched them watch the snow floating through the air as they were driving away and saying, "We can never do this again." I says, "We're not going to get ones that good, are we?" <laughs> you folks have been wonderful. Yeah, oh, good. You now have. you've set a new bar. Oh, yeah. good. For the next people. Well, you know, it, it, it's rustic out here, and and you guys know. I mean, I, I know you're not strangers to this no. style of life, and that you know, I mean, you're still Canadians from Winnipeg. So you know what winter is. You still, yeah. you still like Angie comes in from the outhouse and she says, "So what's the stick in the outhouse for? <laughs> <laughs> Should I not touch one end of it? No, it's not." For that. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. So it's a, it's a stick this long. I, I got to tell a story now. Okay, it's now a stick this long, and I'll put a picture up on, on cover on the video here. But sometimes the uh, the hole frosts right over. So you got to use a stick to knock the frost out. You don't want to melt it out with your butt. I, I think guarantee you don't want it. Not that any of us have ever tried it, but it just looks like it wouldn't be fun. I was going to push you onto it once just to see. I thought it would be oh. kind of funny. But... Sounds like something you do. Only anyway, once. I mean, not not everybody uh, that would that would come would necessarily believe what we said, and we've been talking about this since the summer when we when we launched the the campaign for for entry into the contest. But you know, here's here's the cabin. There's no running water. You have to you have to pack your own wood. You have to heat your own water. We we haul water out here. There's the outhouse. You know, never any lineups at the outhouse, is there? No, and, people are in there and gone. <laughs> Well, and then when the generator goes off at night, um, it's, it's, it's kind of dark. dark. Yeah, it's kind of dark. Uh, we do leave you with a flashlight. Yeah. Like Sandy says, it is so dark that I don't know if my eyes are open or not. 
<laughs> when you say you've been talking since summer about the sit the launch of it, yes. so has Brent. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. Because you know, when when you know that people are really anxious to get here and they and they really value the uh, yeah, the how, how's that? Huh? Who's they that? really value <laughs> the opportunity to come out here. Then it does make all the all the work and all of the the everything that we planned and, and whatnot. But I, I'll say that there was a couple of nights last week when I was laying awake going, okay, what was on the menu again? I wrote it down somewhere, but I know I can't find it. And what am I going to, what what groceries do I need? And I better start making a list. And I would lay awake at night from like two until we got up and, and he'd go, come on. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> me. I was out on the trap line and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I dragged myself in and, and uh, I, I went at it four or five days straight getting in. All the, the cat pens, because I can't put them in until the first of December. Yeah. So I'm 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 out here doing it, and uh, I'm setting up another forty boxes and that. So we'll have a first check on them, and first check is always the best. So I want, wanted you know wanted to be a, a good check for you and all. And uh, I'm dragging my buddy in, and I can't hardly put two words together. I haven't had my coffee yet or anything. And she's ranting away on the phone. What was what was what was the menu? You, you know, I wrote it down. Where do you, do you remember where I wrote it down? I can't remember where I wrote it down. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like we decided it was, that okay, we this have is a really lot. breaking up really bad. I can't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got lots of dry goods in the in the cupboard. We'll bring water if we have to eat dehydrated. Then that's what we'll do. But actually, I did manage to cobble oh, it you did well. cobble it together. Oh, absolutely <laughs> delicious! The homemade bread. You had, and you had one request, and that was fry bread. Yeah, absolutely, it was delicious. And then she made it with chili. Yeah. That's why you guys have your own cabin. That's right. <laughs> for our protection and for yours. Yeah. yeah. That was fantastic. For our customers' protection as well as ours. <laughs> oh, we had some fun. And then you guys, we got out here. Well, they got here about noon on Thursday. And uh, I guess if we had been a little bit more organized, we could have got out here for Thursday night. But we had to get the dogs to the kennel. We were both involved in a in a, a regional um, meeting yeah alberta conservation yeah. association meeting so that kind of took a little bit you know it, it takes a bit of time for us to get everything loaded as these guys saw on yeah. on friday before we left so yeah yeah um it was it worked out okay because we got out here about noon um we had a bite of lunch and then you guys took off yep and we're gone and then that we got the cabins up to temperature and had the chili on. A little bit above temperature. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's talk about that. Because we put, so uh, two, two years ago, we put the new stove in here. And we had another stove out there, which, believe it or not, was not as easy to regulate as the one that you have over there now. I know. It was yeah. pretty surprising. <laughs> um, but we took the old stove from here and put it in there this summer because we had to get new chimney and all of that kind of stuff. So, but then I was worried that they were going to be cold. Oh. <laughs> one of my to big, one, one of my big things is being cold. I hate to be cold. Yeah. So it's like, I didn't want them to be cold. And I knew Angie was probably like me. Yeah. She doesn't like to be cold. So she goes, she what do you think? Should I put another log? Oh yeah, I think you should. I think you should put another log on. And Brent was going to hang a sign yesterday that said, for the love of God, please don't put any more wood on after lunch. <laughs> he, said, he said that we're out checking and, he, and we stopped to have lunch. He says, they better not put any wood out, on after this moment. <laughs> they. <laughs> so you are a trapper. I am. In Manitoba. Correct. Uh, and you live in Winnipeg, in the city of Winnipeg? Right in the city of Winnipeg. Right in the city of Winnipeg. Yeah. Okay, how big is Winnipeg? Mm, close to a million people. Close to a million people. And you're how far north of the of the uh, North Dakota border? Mm, about an hour's drive. About an hour's drive, okay. So quite a way south from here, but believe it or not, they get winter over there. Oh, oh it's yeah. called winter pig for a reason. Yeah. That and then in the summer, like, they have mosquitoes big enough to saddle and ride. <laughs> and, and not just one of them. <laughs> I don't know why anybody lives in Winnipeg, to tell you the truth. Now, now that I think about it, other than, oh my God, do you have fishing there? The walleye, the green, the greenbacks in the, in the Red Deer River? Yeah, Red River. Red River, pardon me. Um, 
that is the other thing is, I mean, you guys are in like most geologically flat place in, the, in North America or something like that. Yeah, when I when I watch you and Sandy and you're doing sheep hunts, it's like I can never climb that mountain. Where it's not like a climb. We call coast. ours mountains, but they're just molehills. <laughs> I think I think that one flood, the river came up a total of twenty four feet, and it it made a, a lake forty two miles yeah. wide or something. That's the red red, red river valley, and yeah. it is like so geologically flat. It's yeah. just amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it flooded quite bad in ninety seven. That was that was bad. Were you trapped in from Red Deer or from Winnipeg? Winnipeg. Um, Red Deer. I don't know why I'm stuck in Red Deer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> more coffee, more coffee. <laughs> east of Winnipeg, uh, like where the Ontario borders may be an hour east of Winnipeg, but there's the Sandy Lines Provincial Forest and, and lots of Crown Land, like mm -hmm. within 35 minutes of where I live. So okay. it's not a long, long stretch to get out there and do nope. hunting and trapping and stuff like that. And it's an open area, unlike yours, which is a registered trap line. So anybody can trap. So I had trapped as a youth mm -hmm. um, and enjoyed it and uh, was looking for something to do. Actually, what I started watching your show and it was like, you, you just rejuvenated my desire to do that. We get a lot of that. Yeah, it was, it was like, this is what I want to do now. The other ones we get are, are from Peter showing us a picture of our, our, our pictures up on their dartboard. <laughs> but you recently retired, too. I did, and uh, that gives me the opportunity to get out and run what I call a trap line, which before I got here, I called a trap line. <laughs> so I do it east of Winnipeg um, and run Fisher Martin boxes. Uh, not so much coyotes, there's not a lot of coyotes there or whatever. And then I go uh, northwest up to uh, area 2A around Rye Mountain. Um, okay. Angie's brother-in-law has a cabin there and and he lets me bunk in there. And uh, there's lots of muskrats, beaver, coyotes, wolves, and fisher, and martin, and all kinds what, of stuff there. What's your terrain like? Hey folks, Rich from Trapping Inc. TV here. And it's no secret that I'm a big fan of coffee. Our friends at Old Smokes... Smoke roast their coffee beans over wood fires. You have no idea how good coffee can taste until it's smoked coffee. Did you know that studies have shown that just the smell of fresh coffee can boost brain activity? Yeah, it's that good. Sandy and I have teamed up with Old Smoke's Coffee to make our own Trapping Ink coffee blend. Let me introduce you to Wolverine, an ultra dark roast coffee bean smoked over maple wood fires. This is the pure, uncut trapper's fuel that keeps us laughing and trapping all day long. If you'd like to try our special blend, you can find it at www.trappinginc.com forward slash shop. If dark roast isn't your thing, Old Smokes has five different coffee roasts from light to extra dark, each roasted over a different wood for a unique flavor. Right now, you can order from their online store and use our promo code RICH, that's R-I-C-H, and get 10% off your entire order. Just go to www.oldsmokescoffee.com. That's O-L-E, smokescoffee.com, and use the promo code RICH. That is promo code RICH for 10% off your entire order. And now let's get back to today's show. Is it hilly? Is it flat? Is it sandy? Is it muskeg? Two different spots. Yeah. Two, two different terrains. Okay. East of Winnipeg is flat for the most part. Um, a lot of swamp. In yeah. the sandy lands, a lot of bog and stuff, and right. um, some cedar swamps and stuff like that. And uh, when you get to Riding Mountain, it's like hilly, pothole, like duck factory, right? But bush, right? Like lots of crown land around Riding Mountain. So when you say bush, you're talking poplar and spruce. Poplar, or? spruce, mostly poplar. Okay. Um, some spruce mixed in and stuff like that. So I found it interesting that you said that uh, your your cedar swamps were were terribly unproductive for you. I haven't done well in them. Yeah. And I mean, I, I try to learn from you where to put sets and stuff. I don't have cedar here. You're going to wait. No, you're, you're, no, you're not no, going to no. learn much over, over the years. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you've, like you've said on TV many times, get to know your trap line. So, the only, the only way to get to know your trap line is to get out there. That's the only way. Get out there and experience it and learn it Absolutely. and watch the animals, learn what they do, learn where they go, learn where they're not. And. I've learned a few spots, like pine plantations. Oh. I, I don't know, maybe some places it's good. For me, I had tried it, and 
I don't have a box in those anymore because no. they're, they're just no good. There's no undergrowth. And we right. talked about this out on, on, on the line when we were checking boxes and all that stuff. And, and uh, you know, you, you'd mentioned, like, how did you find this? And I, I, I said, you know, what it's about when people ask me, I got 40 acres and, and there's a rock in it and, and where should I put a trap? And I say, you know, <laughs> how well do you know your trap line? How well do you know the land? And I'm not trying to cop out. No, and, and it, it sounds and like not. a cop out. It sounds like, but it's not. It, it's, it's but not. but you know, like we we, we took and, and yesterday we stopped and we set up a couple of, of cat pens. He said, "Why why are you set a cat pen here?" I said, "Well, there's a cat track." Well, yeah, but that's just one. I said, "No, but there's a cat track here quite often." Yeah, exactly. You know, so every year one comes through, and it's no guarantee that that cat that made that track yesterday is coming back. Mm -hmm. But it, it, there is a pattern, and after you know years and years of driving by, there's a pattern, and so that's another place. So for, it's time and experience, basically, yeah. and and watching, and. What impressed me quite a bit about you on the snow machine, like I slow down to see what kind of track it is. You pretty much know what that track is at going to buy at 40 mile an hour. <laughs> I don't go 40. <laughs> not, not many places. Put it, I don't care. <laughs> I followed a jet stream. <laughs> don't, let, don't let them uh, get away with that. You guys better learn how to drive a snow machine. If you don't know how to drive a snow machine and you and you win the possibly next contest yeah. that we have. He did always look back for me. <laughs> I was looking back to see if the sleigh was still there and he thought I was looking back for him. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> sure, it's, it's been old. fun. Sure, it's been fun. <laughs> but it is... It, it is important. Uh, I mean, as far as looking at the tracks, there's there's just shapes, and it's it's like kids when you when a kid first, first teaching a kid anything like when they're, they're two and they have a, they have a star, or a triangle, a square, and a round. Well, those different animals are that different to me, but going by at that speed, yeah. it's like boom, boom, boom. I know what I'm looking at, and you know we there is just a remarkable number of Martin out there right now. Oh, I've never. Never seen so many tracks, and and we had a terrible check as far as Martin goes. I mean, you know, we got some, yeah. But I mean, I, I for the amount of sign we seen, yeah. we should have to had twenty. But that's trapping, and yeah, that's what makes it interesting because you're always learning from these animals. And well, actually, and you're thinking, well, I did it this, and they should do what I tell them to do, but it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, well, that's the thing that you got to you got to be, be concerned about when it comes to trapping is is that the animals talking to you. You're never talking to it. No. You're never having a conversation with it. You you have to understand what it's saying and 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 take take away from that conversation. We had a situation here. One of the things that Brent wanted really bad was lynx, and I was like, okay, well, first check on the lynx. I I, I guaranteed that I was going to have at least five. Okay, <laughs> at least five, and turned out. You know, it wasn't like I had bad lure or anything because oh, no. we actually had six commit to the pen and get in the pen and, and beat my snares. Now, I have one a year do that. And I had six in, in, in a day and a half. And so I learned something though. We were driving from one to the next and I'm thinking like, what is going on here? Why is this going on? Well, here, here's a scenario. I got my lynx pen, right? And they were walking around quite a bit. Like, not usual. We've got oh, very we little snow right now. Very little snow right now. And they're walking around it quite a bit. And then you could see where they're sitting in that in front of this, uh, in front of the pen. And then they get in the pen. And there was two places where they pushed into the side, which is extremely unusual. Probably a young cat. I probably, I'm, I'm glad I didn't want to catch them anyway because they wouldn't be very big. But there was a couple where they went in under the snare. And so yesterday morning on the first one we checked, is like... There's a cat been in here, right? And go to go to and, and I've got it. I'm thinking in my head, like, what is going on as I'm driving along? And what is going on? What is going on? And, I, and it came to me what was going on. The next pen, same thing. Cat had been <coughs> had been in it. Looked at it, and you could see that what he'd actually done. And you watch your own cat do this. He goes up and he sits down, sits on his butt, looks around, and then he's down on his belly. And then if he's going after a toy or a mouse or whatever, he creeps forward like that. That's what they did. They were creeping forward and creeping under my snare. So I needed either a chin lifting stick, which I've never ever, ever had before, but or I had to drop my snares a bit, or I actually needed to get those sticks that I have, those V-sticks. Um, I've been kind of lazy with them this year. Well, I, I set, you know, 56 pens in, in a couple days in between 
Paul Bunyaning half the forest with all the trees that came down, and didn't get them always tight. So I, I went back, and I, as we were we were driving back by all these, I'm looking at the ones where I got beaten. Yeah, sure enough, those sticks are wide. They, yeah, so they watch out, Brent. He's going to start sending pictures. Yeah. When we get out here, he's going to have one cat, two cats, three yeah. cats, four. Well, I'm, I'm glad he figured out that they were going under the snare. Yeah. Because my name had become Bad Luck Brent by that time. It still is. That's stuck, bud. That's stuck. <laughs> and what I said to Angie before we left was, man, I like we. I don't have. We don't have much links. Yeah. And, uh, I want to see one of those cats in a, in a snare. I just want to see one of those cats. Yeah. It just it's one of those yeah. things. Major yeah. disappointment. No. Well, the no. five got <laughs> a couple of really nice otters. Oh yeah. You, yeah. The otter here, are, like it's unbelievable. Like, yeah. The sign, well, right? The like, sign and whatever, like they're everywhere, and yeah. uh, so we catch one, and, and and I go, well, aren't you going to reset that trap? Well, no, and I'm going, well, look, the, look at that perfect spot. Like, <laughs> you have to. And he goes, no, 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 and and I go, well, why not? Well, I my quote is twelve, and there's lots of water here, and this was probably the first set we went to or yeah, whatever because that but, also opens on december 1st here yeah, yeah yeah and it's like i can't like like for me if i see sign i want to set trap but yeah he has so many otter here he he wants to enjoy the season of catching yeah. otter he yeah. doesn't want to end it like all in one week so yeah. well, and, I, and i could i technically could i know when we got here and i said i and i have three otter sets and it was i could, I could see the metal eye roll is like well you really phoned that one in but i, I was i was scared that i was going to have three otter and I only have 12. Yeah. Okay, I'm only allowed 12. And usually I take off after my otter, after uh, after um, Fisher and Martin end at the end of January. Then I start rolling yeah. in my otter. I don't start this time of the year. Well, I think that was from our benefit or whatever. Yeah, no, that's why That's why I, I, I set three. But I only set three. No. And we got two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I see why. Yeah. Well, and then he showed you some of the places where the otter are... Oh yeah. Through there, like like we don't yeah. we have otter in Manitoba. But we don't have otter like you have here. Yeah. So when I see an otter track or like this is the first year I've ever seen an otter toilet in my life. Oh really? Okay. And well, that's like, cool. Yeah, and it was like, and I don't know if it's because we had such a drought in Manitoba that the the watersheds are reduced and and the otter are concentrated or or whatever. We, we have a huge drought going on here too. Yeah. But you, you can see what happens then is that the beaver move into the lake and in, into the rivers on, on the lake. And, and the, the lake isn't that low. Like our, our, yeah. our lake here isn't that low. And, and they they start building the dam up. Like uh, I took you to the Otter Bridge yeah. and you could, we could see where they're, they're playing all over the ice there. Yeah. And, and it's like, well, where are you going to sit? Well, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to sit there. Well, why there? Well, because they come up in the corner all the time. And like, you're just the stuff you know. Like when he asked why, I was like, well, why do I? Oh, because it's a corner. They come up in the corner. Yeah. You know, the, that, that kind of stuff. And it's it's great to have somebody along because they ask questions, they challenge you, and they make you think. Yeah. You know, why otherwise, do I do that? Otherwise, I, don't, I never think. Well, I was, you always <laughs> accuse me of that. <laughs> right here on video, he has admitted that he never thinks. So we're stopping at the set and I'm asking questions, and then he's answering my questions, and then I get back on the schedule and I'm thinking, maybe I'm asking too many questions. I'm slowing him up. And, and maybe he doesn't want me to do that, but I want to learn. I want to I want, I want was, you to ask that questions. That was the whole point of having someone who's vested in in trapping whether or not you're new to it you're you're coming back to it uh, or if you're a seasoned trapper everybody can learn from each other oh. and that's the thing about I think trapping ink that is um, what people like about it is that we share and we encourage our community of supporters and, and people who follow us on Facebook and so on to share because we're not all trapping in each other's backyards. No. So you're not a threat to us. We're not a threat to you. Let's like let's share what we know because it makes us all better. And the better we are, the more we can talk about it in in, in open public. communities yeah. and and yeah. public uh, areas. That was the part that when I started watching your show that I had wished when I was young, like I trapped for probably twelve years, fourteen years when I was younger. Yeah. Hey folks, Rich here with some exciting news from TrappingInc.com. We were listening when you said you wanted more clothing, and we heard you loud and clear. We've expanded our clothing line. More colors, men's, ladies, and children's sizes, more variety. 
Living Off Grid gives more time for the creative juices to flow. New humorous observations are added weekly, as well as our classic Trapping Inc. logo. We have joined forces with Tee Public. You can find our Tee Public storefront from the store page on trappinginc.com. Just go to www.trappinginc.com forward slash shop. And just scroll down to find the link for our Trapping Inc. storefront. Or you can go to tpublic.com and enter Trapping Inc. TV in the search bar at the top. Check it out. Big sales every month and you can save up to 35%. Don't miss out. Get your favorite gear today. And now let's get back to today's show. And there was no information. Nope. Yeah. There was nothing. Nope. And not even fur put up or no. anything like that. Like uh, it was, and now it's like, you, you just go on there and you can learn so much. I mean, there's always more to learn and that's what, yeah. that's what makes trapping, trapping. I, I took a serious learning in the last couple of days with cats. <laughs> 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 but but that, that was the whole thing. When we started into this and we all of a sudden, because we were looking for another project, another TV show on it, and I was like, mm, I'd like to do trapping. And there was a lot of, of, of um, pushback against it. You weren't, you were, you were supportive. You thought it would be cool. Uh, but there was pushback from my business partner at the time and, and that kind of stuff. And it was, and I started thinking about part of the reason why trapping gets the stigma it has is because we don't push back. No. We don't, and we don't even have to push back. All we have to do is have something like our TV show yeah. where we show the truth. Yeah. We show the truth and, and, and we, we deal with it, with, with the issues, right? And all of a sudden it's not a bad deal. I can also spread, like I, I, I get a lot of, of pushback from other trappers where they don't, aren't signatory, they don't have to use certified uh, body grip taps and all that. And I get pushback from them and I say, okay, you follow your law, I'm following mine. But I'm, we have progressed and, we, and, we, and we're meeting a, human a humane standard that was set by somebody else, yeah. set by the European Union. In actual fact, they, 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 they were gonna have, um, to them, their defini definition of humane for a Martin in a trap was 300 seconds. We did it in 120. Yeah. Okay? And actually less. Yeah, and, and actually less, and it's, it's usually, it's, I doubt it's 20 seconds the most time. But anyway, it, uh, by spreading that information, we normal, you know, yeah. we, we create a, a normality here, right? Trapping is, today in Canada, is not what trapping was back no. in the day. Not, well, it's not even close. And no. I, like on Trapping Inc. TV, <clears throat> I got a message um, that I responded to, and the guy says, great show really love it hope you continue doing it i'm not a trapper i have some questions and so we i answered the questions but it like that is very interesting to us that people who are not trappers are not i mean maybe they're outdoors people but they've never had a connection to trapping whatsoever now they're watching that show as part of entertainment or documentary information that sort of thing and then they're coming back and asking questions. They're not making any not ludicrous that. assumptions yeah. about yeah. how bad trapping is. They've learned something from it and it has caused them to inquire further, which is exactly what we're trying to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, information and education because we were so secretive and it was easy for them to make up lies about us like they skinned them alive and all that stuff because we weren't standing there showing how it was done. True. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's, that, that's something we have to do. Yeah, well, we, and you yeah. guys do, like, I think you've revolutionized the thought about trapping. I hope so, no. because you, that, you, yeah, that has yeah. been our aim, is <clears throat> to, um, like, lots of people do lots of things really well, but nobody was telling the story of trapping, no. and when you think about the history of Canada, and we've talked about this before on other podcasts and so on, but trapping is what opened the West Mm -hmm. um, in Canada and how the voyagers came here and, and, and the purpose of them coming here and so on. It's part of a very rich tradition that we have as Canadians and it's nothing to be ashamed of. But we, we just need to tell the story and yeah. keep telling the story and, and showing how you can <clears throat> revitalize an industry that was nearing its end because older people... Where was it that that um, trappers? Pennsylvania. Yeah. Pennsylvania. Uh, every year, the average age of, of trappers in Pennsylvania went up by a year. Yeah. So that meant that meant it was totally static. There was nobody <laughs> new coming in. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that, that that's changing, and that's good. That that that's what we want. Well, what? the thing is, is that animals, there is a control that needs to be. Yep. That needs to be there, and so if trappers aren't out on the landscape fulfilling that role, then government is going to have to pay someone to do it. 
So instead of your tax dollars being used to do something that trappers do for free, <laughs> that allows those government dollars to be deployed in areas that benefit all of society as well. And, and trapping has a place in, in Absolutely, whether it's control of predators, uh, we, you know, like your, uh, like the wolves, the coyotes, uh, like the, the foxes, that kind of stuff. They all have to be controlled because the interactions with with farmyards and and uh, uh, even the problem that we have with wolves right now in Alberta, some areas in Alberta, um, harm occurs when your wolf population is over six wolves per hundred square kilometers. We have lots of uh, of, of areas in along the eastern slopes where, where we're hitting eleven and twelve wolves per hundred square kilometers. Do you know how many wolves it takes, uh, how many uh, moose, deer and elk it takes to feed those wolves every year? We're at, we're la last number I, I seen it was like 65,000 moose, deer and elk w w was, was going to feeding just the wolves in Alberta. You know, and that doesn't include them hitting your truck or, or, or God help you, you going out and, and, and having a, a moose tag in your pocket. You know, I mean, we have to have the, that, that balance. Yeah. You know, number one vector for, for uh, distemper and, and uh, rabies in Saskatchewan is raccoons. Number one vector for, for tuyarima in, in uh, pets and, and horses and cows and, and, and any water animals is muskrats. Mm -hmm. And they also do huge damage to, you, you, you're telling me that you have, they do a bunch of damage to the roads. Yeah, we, uh... Up by Riding Mountain, I approached the Rossburn municipality and got a letter of permission to trap along the road edges because it was convenient and easy. And mm -hmm. and I hadn't trapped muskrats, and I watched your show and saw you with the rods and the spring clips. And yep. And I mean, I'm retired, so <laughs> I might as well try. So they gave me the the letter of permission to go and trap along the roadsides, and uh, yep. so I trapped muskrats and I trapped some nuisance beaver and, and so it was beneficial to the obviously to the municipality yeah. but the number of dens that I could or the runs of muskrats that I could see coming up in the roads and actually the beaver houses right on the side of the road and then I could also see where the roads were collapsing yeah from the muskrat dens yeah and it's like Oof, this is a an expensive problem for it if, could it, be, it, it, could yep. be yep. if it gets out of control so so and that it was, was obviously was starting to be out of good shape. Well, of yeah, there was, uh, there was there was a lot of holes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and we know of trappers who are are employed by uh, you know counties or uh, municipal districts or municipalities. Yeah. Um, cities. Mm -hmm. I mean that uh, we have friends that are involved in damage. Con they have damage control, animal damage control companies. And they they are trapping coyotes in the cities in the river valleys because people's pets are being attacked yeah. and yeah. and that sort of thing and problem beavers that create difficulties yeah. and so well, on. Well, there's so. always there's always a something that will get out of whack. Yeah. And I mean, you you have dog lice and mange and yeah. Last year I caught some coyotes and I never ran into that problem, but I don't know if it's because well. We're taking enough coyotes off the land to prevent that, or I just got lucky. I don't know. Well, I think last year <clears throat> wasn't there some conversation in the in the community that that the dog louse was there wasn't as much of it last year. Some places it depends. If, you know, I mean, coyotes are terrible because you know they, they all get together and, and they especially when breeding season happens that happen they they spread it around but uh, it's bad in, when it gets in wolves because that pack stays together all the time coyotes will you know have a family unit and that breaks apart usually in the fall and mm -hmm. and you know they're not as pack or that's right that's right yeah. so it, it, it's different that way but so here's your chance this is like the uh, big brother uh -oh. you're in you're in the you're in the cabin <laughs> not in the big brother house you're in the cabin Okay. Um, I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> uh -oh. scary to me. Where's the door? <laughs> are we any different here behind the camera than we are in front of the camera? Not one bit. <laughs> Not one bit. There isn't anyone I would rather want to spend time with. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You guys yeah, were. We feel you the guys same were, way. Like I would, I won, and I was all excited, and then all of a sudden I got, ooh, I'm a little, I'm a little intimidated now. <laughs> so I, I come in, and I'm a little like, quiet. Yeah, Angie, my wife is. I said, because she, she, 
Well, I'm not going to say she just talks, <laughs> talks all the time. <laughs> but, oh, but, wait. Oh, uh, wait. We, we, watched you, we watched you dig that hole right there. Right here live, we watched you dig that hole. <laughs> but, but she carries on a much better conversation than me. And I said, you, you may have to carry this because I, I don't know if I can... I don't know right. how I'm going to feel if I'm going to be, like, open up and whatever. And, and so... And she carried on a great conversation and burned me at every chance. <laughs> she did. She did. She did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> so, no, you guys are just exactly the same as what you see on TV. Well, it's exactly we, we can't hide who we are. No. no. It's just, no. you know, it's, no. it's part of, uh, it's just part of our, mm -hmm. this is part of our life, but we can't hide who we are. No. We can't, we can't pretend to be and somebody the fun, else. The fun that you have. It's it's not a it's not a show. It's genuine. No, it's it's genuine. genuine. You guys are just laughing and having fun, like in, all the time. Like a pair of six year olds, yep. yeah. all the time. <laughs> I think it's your love of life. <laughs> I do. We I do, do. We do have that zest. You yeah, yeah. Do. absolutely. Yeah. We so have lots of fun. You've you've got a, a really crash course. I don't know how many kilometers we put, hundreds of kilometers we put on the machines and that. We burnt a lot of fuel. Uh, what was your biggest surprise about trapping here in the north? You have a great volume of fur. Your terrain is, I wasn't sure it was going to be this buried. And it was quite buried. Mm -hmm. And just the immenseness of it, like I wasn't used to that being an open area trapper. I go to this chunk of place, or I go to this chunk of place and stuff like that. But when you're out there, like, yeah, there, there are certain places where I might get in trouble when I'm out trapping, but basically I can probably always get out alive. <laughs> you you had concerns here? <laughs> well, not because we're, there was two of us there with two machines, so that sort of took that away. But I thought to myself, yeah, like you you had better be prepared, and you, you I know, that's yeah. basically. And we talk about that quite all a lot. The time. Yeah. So it totally. If if I didn't tell you how big my trap line was, if I told you that it's twelve miles by twelve miles, would you believe me? It seems like a hundred miles by hundred. <laughs> It's, it's immense. Well, there's trails everywhere, and so you're back right. and forth and around and around. So, I mean, 12 miles by 12 miles is a lot of, it is a lot of country, but then it's all the in-between stuff. There's right? so many trails yeah. um, because of the oil and whatever. You guys have great... Um, yeah, you got an education on, on oh, the oil sands. How, yeah. How'd you like that? Yeah. I think I'm pro oil sands now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, that's a good thing. It, it's, not, it's not what everybody says, is it? I, I couldn't figure out flying over when we were coming into Grand Prairie. I couldn't figure out, well, what are all these straight lines? Like, the, yeah. this is, this is, like, there's no houses, it's bush. And what's, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Like, we do not have that in Manitoba. No. Yep. And, no. and, yeah, you have to cut a lot of bush. Oh, yeah. That falls down. We even you, had a couple. But you, you, have a, you have a leg up on, I think, some of our registered trap lines because you have some trails that are oh, existing. Yeah. Yep. And our poor guys are hacking and whacking just to make a kilometer trail. Well, that was one of the things, like when we, we, we buy and sell trap lines in Alberta, uh, registered lines are bought and sold. I don't know if they, they, they do in, in, uh, in Manitoba or not, but uh, one people say, well, what do you actually buy other than the cabin? You know, does a skidoo come with it or whatever? But it's those trails, oh. that trail system that you've managed, the fact that you can hand them a map. Look, look at all the country we covered. Look at all the places and, and the X's that I can put on uh, on the map for, mm. here's where you put an otter set, here's you do this, here's, you know, like that well, is. You're telling me we're here, we're there and that, and my head is just going like this. <laughs> I don't even know what direction I'm going. Yeah. And he's going nin, 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 like this, and it's like we're all over the place, and it's like the... Hey folks, Rich from Trapping Inc. TV here, and it's no secret that I'm a big fan of coffee. Our friends at Old Smokes smoke roast their coffee beans over wood fires. You have no idea how good coffee can taste until it's smoked coffee. Did you know that studies have shown that just the smell of fresh coffee can boost brain activity? Yeah, it's that good. Sandy and I have teamed up with Old Smokes Coffee to make our own Trapping Inc. coffee blend. Let me introduce you to Wolverine, an ultra dark roast coffee bean smoked over maple wood fires. This is the pure, uncut trapper's fuel that keeps us laughing and trapping all day long. If you'd like to try our special blend, you can find it at www.trappinginc.com forward slash shop. If dark roast isn't your thing, 
Old Smokes has five different coffee roasts from light to extra dark, each roasted over a different wood for a unique flavor. Right now, you can order from their online store and use our promo code RICH, that's R-I-C-H, and get 10% off your entire order. Just go to www.oldsmokescoffee.com. That's O-L-E, smokescoffee.com, and use the promo code RICH. That is promo code RICH for 10% off your entire order. And now let's get back to today's show. If you're getting a trap line, the knowledge of that trap line yeah. is more valuable than the cabin on yep. that trap line. Yeah, yep. I would say so too. The knowledge of it, yeah. like that takes that's, that takes an immense amount of experience being out there and, and mm-hmm. to, to learn that. So, Well, even this morning when we went and pulled the, the beaver traps and, and uh, uh, then I took, I took you over and I, I've been telling you about, yeah. about otters coming up through the, to, through the, the uh, ice on the river and all that stuff. So I took you over one of my places and I, I'm, I'm sure you were at like, where's he going now? And because we off, off we go. And I, but I showed you this stuff and I showed you the country and I brought, and, and, and brought you back. There's just, there are hundreds of places that I didn't take you. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm I, sure there's places that you don't even, Oh, don't even explore. If you yet. could have been, if you could be here for two weeks, you'd see something new every day. Yeah. We need yeah. more snow. Like, I mean, I, I have a great big, huge cat line that I can't even open because the muskeg is, is 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 all spagnum moss. And literally, there's spagnum moss that's this tall, as tall as this table, so three feet, and then there's there, there's all these crevices in between. You need to have three feet of snow to be able to drive across it. Otherwise, you're upside down. I can go through with the Argo, but I can't with, with the snowmobile. Well, some of those black spruce bogs we went through were... Like I told Sandy, I could probably ride a bull at Sam Pete now. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on for eight seconds. It's like... It's like, oh my God! Like, yeah. oh, we yeah. don't. We we have a few rocks and stuff that you got to be careful of, but we do not. I don't try. Well, and the other part is, is that we've had a really, really dry year through the summer and whatnot. So a lot of the bogs and muskegs uh, that would normally be more full of water and are, frozen are, 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 yeah. are are dead dry now. So and so then you've got these these yeah. clumps of uh, from where cattails or grass or whatever and and they look like nothing and when they're when they're not frozen you, you can drive over them or through them or whatever but no when they're frozen and you're yeah. upside down with the machine well, you're, you're you're hanging on <laughs> <laughs> and you're making sure but you're always making sure that your feet are able to come out yeah to stop you from flipping too yeah and you have to be aware of that. You just can't sit there and ride, and it's it's. Uh, well, it's not a great trail. But, uh, <laughs> so, what do you think of the yellow whale? <laughs> <clears throat> if anyone else ever comes here and rides that, you will find out pretty quickly that there's a certain speed for that. Yep. Do not go above it. <laughs> and don't relax. And hold lightly onto the handles. Grip them because you will be. You, you you will you will you will be scared sometimes. <laughs> I tell I tell everybody yeah. I tell everybody it lulls you into sense of security. But every every second of every day that you're on that machine is thinking of a way to kill you. Yeah, it is. Uh, there was a few times it was like. <laughs> and I know you're trying to like. You're. you're I was going slow and because I, I don't want you to be. In danger. Well, no, I, I, but I wanted to keep up. (laughs) Well, I'd be waiting for you at the next one. I know. (laughs) But it was like, holy, this is uh, like, just, you just have to be ready. I'll say. And and, I mean, and you ride a snowmobile. I mean, this wasn't like a total force thing to you. No. You know, no. you, you you didn't come from a moon rover or whatever. No, you no, you no, drive no, a snowmobile, no. but the yellow whale, that, that is beyond an acquired taste, that one. <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever buy one. <laughs> I don't know if they're all as bad as that one or if I got a special one. I don't but. know what it is. It just, it, like you said, it lulls you to sleep and you're going along and everything is fine. And all of a sudden, your heart's in your throat and you're ready <laughs> and it's going for the bush and you're, you're jerking it back and I don't know. And it's worse because usually, I mean, you drove, I don't know, two, three hundred kilometers the last couple of days in it, on it, and that'll be the total in the last five years that it has been driven without without it pulling a yeah. toboggan. Pulling, and pulling a toboggan's a whole different story. Well, yeah. I, I could see you ahead of me, and and it's like, 
it, it's 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 making you go places you don't want to go sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. they was like, ooh, thank God I'm not pulling that. And it's <laughs> an, and, and that's a, that is a special toboggan that tracks really well. But you you know you end up pretty soon you know there's there's 300 pounds up behind you that throws yeah. you around. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it's it, it's the reality. I mean, and we don't make up stuff. But I mean, you know, I wasn't sure what you were doing when you told me to lead that night. Well, I thought you. Were, I mm. thought maybe you. I wanted you to set your own pace. That's what I wanted. Because I thought maybe I was going too fast. I, no. <laughs> well, you know what I thought? He wants to see how well I drive a skidoo. <laughs> Is he taking good care of my equipment? <laughs> no. No, that's the last thing. Stuff breaks all the time. I don't worry about yeah. that stuff. No, I, I just... We were, we were turned around and all you had to do was follow the tracks back and then yeah. some people like to lead. And I don't, didn't know whether you were getting a lot of snow in your face no, no, or no. any of that. That was just... You know, yeah, no. but you were then you're worried about, well, finally it was, it was like, I'm not sure where to, where to turn. I was like, mm, there, you know, where we yeah. turned, you know, pretty simple, but, but it's, it's different where I trap because there's one trail. Yeah. 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 I know, I know most go. of your trails didn't have other skidoo trails down them. Nope. But, no. uh, there aren't very many other people. If there was, there. oh my God, mm. <laughs> you better, you better put up signs. Yeah. I carried all in my head. I know you do, and that's what blows my mind. That's what's a little scary. <laughs> well, anytime I think of maybe I'm, I'm getting an old-timer's disease or something, it's like, nope, I know where all 400 boxes are yet, and, and all, the, uh, all the snares and everything Well, yeah, else. I thought for sure that it would be like a GPS somewhere, and it's not. I, I mean, I don't use one either, and it, uh, if you check them a few times, yeah, you know exactly where they are. But your terrain is in places is very, very similar. And, and there's no outstanding landmarks. Nope. Mm -hmm. And you know where this stuff is. And I, and we drove by some flagging tape, and I'm, wait, well, why didn't he stop there? And then I get up and I, and I feel kind of stupid, but I say, well, why, why didn't you check that last trap? Because I always take mine down. Yeah. And Rich says, well, I leave it there because I've had a pen or a box or whatever there and it hasn't been successful and if i go past that spot without a flag knowing that it wasn't successful i might put another box there <laughs> it's a learning thing yeah i learned that the animals don't for whatever reason don't want to travel or whatever and and so the, well, that like one's out of the equation i'll look for a new one so, yeah yeah those are just about invariably i haven't said on sign i have i have said on just on just habitat on, yeah and, and look look at some of the stuff that we drove through like you you're wondering why on earth isn't there a box here? Well, there has been. Well, yeah, they, it was in my mind as we're going through some of your old growth forests. Yeah. Like, I would have stopped here. I would have stopped. Like, it's just me. Yeah. yeah. I, I would have stopped here. I would have stopped there. And and uh, and it, it's just one of those things that everybody has their own idea of where things should go. And, and we have we stopped have. different places and we have tried different things. But that's the beauty, I guess, of having... Bit like this is the eighth year that we've trapped over you know, here, on this right? Line, yeah. So then there is that, there yeah. is that learned behavior, right? Yeah. So okay, well, it, it, you know, but then and and then a box will surprise us, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You, know? you, you never you never know. And now, like yeah, um, up in the middle there uh, is it, it's coming on. We saw where we oh, where yeah, we got the, the of, first that where yeah. we got that big big Martin. There was yeah. a bunch of sign oh, there, and yeah. it's like well, that, and that's just new. Yeah. yeah. You know, all the years I've gone through there, this year's this is the first year I've seen Martin there. Yeah. And so you all... never figure it out. Oh no. But you like, don't want to. Okay, why are you... no, that's what makes it interesting. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. So yeah. this has been barren for six years and now yeah. it's got a population of Fisher and Martin in there like crazy. And why is that? Like you, you yeah. want to know, but it's tough but, to figure out. But you know what I like about that? It means I don't have all the answers. So when people oh, yeah. when people say, Oh, tapping is killing off all the Martin and Fisher and all, I was like, No, it's not. Because nobody traps their line harder than I do. No, I trap my line full on, full tilt every year, and my my numbers uh, they'll fluctuate a little bit. Some years, you know, it might be thirty five martin. Some years it might be fifty martin. Yeah. You know, but full on, full tilt every year. Same same amount of, of effort every year. You know, and pe according to people, and then that would that that should be hard on on the population. It's not the population. No. He, he, it, it it evens out rather than doing this. It, it evens out. Look at how many yesterday where they would miss a box by 15 yeah. by fifteen yards, you know, and, and they'd be this side of the box or that side of the box. And you knew that the wind's going like this. So, I mean, it wasn't like the wind would, 
they would they would hit the lure or whatever. But there were so many tracks. You know, when you get close to one of his boxes, you can smell it. Like, like, it's it's crazy. How, how, like I mean, it reeks, and that, you can smell it, and, and it's lure. like, and it, that's everybody what, laughs because when we were first out setting them at November first, we're often in the Argo, and. And everybody laughs about me making him leave the gut, oh, the, yeah. his gloves outside. It's like, oh, yeah. But it's very it's good. It's potent, and it, and yeah. the smell lasts a long time. And mm -hmm. it's, and that was the part because you, you had set up new boxes. And, yeah. And normally, even with my experience, the first check or two is probably yep your your good one. Yep. And the lure was good. The bait was good. Yep. And the tracks were going by, and we, and it's like one of those things where I don't know why. I'll try to figure it out, but I may never. Yeah. All, and all that tells me is that it's egotistical to think. Oh, that you, I did can, you know everything? Yeah. yeah. Well, or that I can that I can trap everyone no, when no, when no, they no, can no, no. they how many yesterday? How many yesterday missed our missed a box by 10, 15 yards? Yeah. You know, like would I be wrong if and I and said and a it's dozen? Not that they didn't smell it. No, I don't know whether they smelt it or not. I, I, you know, depending on the wind, right? There was a lot of we'd be going north south, and 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 they would be going east west, and then of course west wind, and that we we'd miss out there. But there was a lot of that. There was a lot. There's a lot of sign. I don't see. I see sign, but I don't see. I haven't. Like that was great to see that much sign, and then yeah, know that there's that many animals in there. So. Yeah, I'm pretty relaxed about it, but I have oh, yeah. a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, I know, yeah. I know that it, it, it's just a matter of time. Like none of my stucco wire cages are set up yet no. because I need links for, for bait yeah. and I didn't catch one of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we oh. I started to, I started to feel real nervous. About you should. That. <laughs> well, we left out on weather though. Oh God. Um, yeah. you know, last weekend was kind of chilly and then this weekend has been beautiful yeah. weather, but it, we're going to sink into a deep freeze yeah. now for the next week or so. So yeah. we may not get back out here again until Christmas. Who knows? Who but, knows? Yeah. 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 Well, this has been, oh my goodness, we've, we've talked an hour. Awesome. Oh my goodness. Wasn't that easy? Yeah. yeah. You, you were going to go hide. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you'd forget it was even there. <laughs> oh, we want to thank you very much so for much. doing the pod podcast, but we want to thank you very much for coming. Yeah. We want to thank you. It, it's been, like I said, it, it, it was better than any holiday I've had. <laughs> That's and, awesome. It, it, yeah, it was a lifetime. Like, oh, yeah, Absolutely. it is. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I can understand why you, pr I, I know you've said this before and people call you and want to come on your line. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and yeah. we want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> When's the next contest? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Ricky comes. No, Ricky <laughs> We've drawn three times and Brent's yeah. won every time. Never Take his name out. <laughs> we never say that. It, Not uh, again. You know, it's always, we, we've gone places ourselves where we don't know, you know, we get on a plane and go to New Zealand or go to Africa or whatever and, and you don't know, you hope for the best, right? And you and you plan for it and you think, okay, well, if it doesn't work out, I'm not sure what we're going to do, but we'll figure it out, right? Yeah. And the same thing happens when we have guests here. So yep. we, we know what it's like to come to some place yep. where we're not sure what, what kind of experience we're going to have. So we want to make it the best possible experience wow. for you. And we hope that, you know, as, as we've been doing this, that it's just... That's why we never pretend about who we are. No, it just doesn't nope. do any good. Yeah. What you're seeing on the show is is what is what you get when yep. you when you get here. There, yeah. There's no question about it. And that's a really good thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad because I mean, in in everybody's heart of hearts, you know, I mean, we're sharing a life here, and we don't want people to say, "You see them hillbillies," you know, like we we, we want we want it to, to to be for people who who thinks it's as special as we do. You know, like I mean, oh, yeah. it, it, it is it is our life, and it is very special, and, and we feel very blessed for for what we have. Yeah, you know, it, it it's a lifestyle that gets in your blood, and it yep, yeah, and it's it's great. It's just a great lifestyle. Yeah, let's wrap it up. It's time for lunch. We'll, we'll actually pack and go. I think. Yeah, 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 we'll have to pack some lunch and, and, and get headed out. I see some snow starting to flake down, so we don't need a blizzard between here and home. It's three yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got a plane to catch tomorrow morning. Yep. Yes. Want to thank you very much for for joining us. Anyway, well, thank it's been you. a pleasure.
Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's been fabulous. Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll get this up soon, and it will be up on our community. You'll be able to watch the video. We'll put the uh, audio up on on the podcast. But you should join us over in our community. Become a supporter, and it's trappinginc.locals.com. Thank you. <laughs>